0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike. Salam! it is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. How are you guys doing today? What's happening? What's happening today? You know, it feels like ages since I last spoke to you guys, and there's a lot to cover. Obviously, here we had some wicked guests on the show, Sami and Domiya from Be A Warrior. And now, I had some questions that day saying, Omar, what about the football? What about the Champions League? What about the Europa League? Well, I'll tell you what, this show, we are going to be talking about that. So we've got the Champions League on, we've got the Europa League. The question and the topic of the day, I'm going to shoot your way is do you get more out of losing against a big team or winning against a small team think about that any sport you want 4215 at salat or do or slide into the dms at Omar duri on instagram and speaking about instagram we got marvish we got maria we got Snash we got subhi we got spicy and we've got who else have we got here saad of course my bad saad i almost forgot you there for a second and fatima obviously as well tuned in on the instagram live at Omar duri thank you so much the halftime show is about to kick off so go get yourself a tea water whatever you're drinking and get ready because we'll be back right after this. Let's go. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. on Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he lifts the fire What's What a goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice throw. Salam welcome back to the halftime show. Shout out to Abu Abdullah and also happy birthday to Fahima who is tuned in today. She was on the show earlier uh, this month. This month was it this month? I think so. The first UAE Emirati boxer um, is her birthday today. So happy birthday to you, Fahima. And also thank you for everyone who's tuned in and a uh, uh, flow from uh, the US and Who else we got? Murad, Mikey's here. Shout out to Mikey, my guy (laughs) right there. Um, Mikey's been killing it, the reset program. And it is hot. It sure is hot. And I'll tell you why, because we are talking about Europe Europe's on fire at the moment. Champions League. Now, the other day when I had my guests, uh, Sami and Domi, I had a few people who were on the Instagram saying, Omar, Champions League. Omar, Europa League. And I couldn't give you the love. I'm going to give you the fire now. And I'll tell you why. Because in the Champions League, we're starting to, you know, let's say get to the crunch time. I think Sir Alex Ferguson uh, called it something else, but we won't say that on radio. But we are getting to the crunch time. And tonight, it's PSG against Atlanta. And in that, we've got... You know, quite a few things where people probably are changing their opinions on what should be happening and whatnot because obviously the format has changed. No more home, no more away games, so we know that. We also know that you only have 90 minutes to get in. And as we discovered last night in the Europa League, Wolves got knocked out by Sevilla in the 88th minute after Raul Jimenez missed a penalty. I was so looking forward to Wolves versus United in the next round of the Europa League. But listen, we'll get to that in a second. What's up, Mo? We're going to talk about the game tonight, which is Atlanta versus PSG, the predicted lineups. Now, there has been a lot of talk about Mbappe and the big injury that he's received. Atlanta have been underdogs throughout this tournament. And I did say when we started the Champions League campaign way before COVID that Italian teams might surprise a few. Now, many might have thought Juventus, but Atlanta have been one of the most potent attacking forces in Europe. There's a feel about this game and, and let me know if I'm, if I'm wrong on this, if you can see this. There's a, fear, there's, a, there's a feeling about this game that Atlanta are representing almost like a national team. It's almost like the whole of Italy are behind them in this game where the underdogs are playing, you know, the favorites. And I did say the topic of the day was, would you rather lose to a big team or win against a small team? What do you learn more out of? There's no wrong answer in there. Definitely, definitely. Almas has tuned in, one of our youngest footballers in the reset program. She said, small teams win. You Let me see that again, Almas. I'm getting old here. Um, Small team win. You learn the fairness character of your teammates losing against a big team. You learn what works while under pressure and adversity. Very, very good, Almas. And you know what? I do have to say, and I said this already, but she just jumped in on the Instagram live. Happy birthday, Fahima. Happy birthday, Fahima. One of our favorite uh, athletes to come on the show, a UAE female boxer, representing more than just boxing in the region. Thank you so much, Fahima, and happy birthday. I hope you have a birthday week. She started getting the birthday wishes early. That's when you know that's a good person. So shout out to Fahima. As we were saying, this this topic, which which can relate to any sport the topic is would you rather lose to a big team or win against a small team it could be lose to a big opponent rather than be a small opponent there's so many things whether it's boxing whether it's football whether it's tennis whether it's rugby cricket there's so many things that come with character building and especially in that that's the topic of the day the champions league is showing that at the moment now and it's going to be atlanta versus psg psg is the big team atlanta is let's say the smaller team i think everyone in italy apart from their rivals um Brescia will probably be supporting them tonight and i do say we do have a feeling of you know this kind of underdog story and everyone does love an underdog story so when it comes down to that who is going to win the champions league this year do you kind of have your minds made up we know that barcelona will be meeting Bayern Munich next. And I think everyone's got their, their eyes on that one. Atlanta obviously pay PSG tonight. Leipzig against Atletico Madrid tomorrow. Man City versus Lyon on Saturday. And Barca versus Bayern just before that on Friday. Who is going to win that? I, you know, for me, I, I know what to expect from Atletico Madrid. I kind of know how that's going to go. Man City, I've, I've said from the beginning, I, just have a, I have a very, very strange feeling that Man City will win the Champions League. Even before they played Real Madrid, and I do love me some Real Madrid and Zidane but I did feel Man City would progress that. I think Pep has so much to prove uh, to a lot of doubters let's say. And facing Lyon won't be easy. Lyon have a very very similar style to the Atletico Madrid approach in how organised and structured uh, they, they put together in the game plan. Will they do that again against, against City? Remember it's only one game this time. Barcelona and Bayern Munich what to expect? Messi obviously will be on form. We will have a. He'll have to be on form to win that game and we're also looking at bayern munich could lewandowski on the year that he should have probably won the ballon d'or show up that day and be the difference The defence will be crucial in that game. Whoever can defend better, but however, you never know with these two teams because if anything, they both feel, and I've said this before, top heavy, lower on the legs. As we are at the gym, when we go into the gym and you work out your upper body, you feel great, but the lower body is weak. This is exactly Bayern Munich versus uh, Barcelona. I think... The, the drinks break or as we call it the you know the tactical break will be a big factor in there who can adjust I also have this feeling and I speak to a lot of Barcelona fans I also have this feeling that when Barcelona do win it becomes how amazing Messi is but when they lose it's sack the manager what will happen with that speaking about sack the manager I wonder if if PSG lose to Atlanta tonight will Thomas Tuchel the manager of PSG um, job be on the line with Pochettino lurking in the background there's one for you to think about but guys, you tell me, 4215, this a lot, or do, or slide into the DMs at Instagram on Omar Duri and tell me, who's going to win the Champions League? United fans, I know you know who's going to win the Europa League. Will that be United to get a trophy this year? A lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on teams to win trophies this year. Wolves are out. It's been a long season for them. It just felt like they ran out of legs yesterday, but now United have an even bigger chance, because I feel, despite Inter being in there, I thought Wolves would have been the toughest team to play against, and now that they're out, it changes the whole game. 4-2-1-5, it's a lot. or do let us know who's going to win the Champions League, and who's going to win the Europa League, and one of my favorite tracks, Burner Boy, anybody, coming up right now. Here we go. This is the Halftime Show, with Omar al Oh, he lifts the fire that, what a goal! This is the Halftime Show, with Omar al on Pulse95. Nice strike. Back, welcome back to the halftime show with Omar Dury. I'm your host covering everything Sport International and Local. Topic of the day, I'm gonna shoot it out to you guys. I have mentioned it already. It is the art of losing. Now, a lot of the times we do speak about this on the show, whether it's to do with sports, whether it's to do with life. When you do end up coming away feeling slightly defeated, um, what do you what do you gain from that? Because a lot of people I speak to, especially in the in the health and fitness industry. You know, some take it differently to others. And one of the things I was I was mentioning earlier was if you beat a small team or you beat the small teams, you know, four and five nils and you are very, very happy with that. Or for example, you're fighting against an opponent that isn't as, let's say, isn't a favorite to go against. He's an underdog. And you win those kind of fights. So you win those kind of games then you lose really badly and i'm talking about 7-1 sorry chelsea um 7-1 let's say to buy munich and you're getting smashed in that kind of game what do you gain from that and how do you compare it to winning games consistently because a lot of people say you know winning breeds winners But at the same time, losing determines characters. And as obvious as the answer might be, it also tells you who's in the dressing room with you. Now, when things are going well, it's very easy to be able to jump on that and enjoy the the experience and enjoy the winnings, etc. However, when you lose, and especially when you lose badly, some people may call it humiliation, some people respond differently to it. You tend to see the characters in your dressing room. And I, uh, I've been a part of that dressing room. And growing up as well, I never actually thought that I'd be captain of any of my teams, to be fair. But for some reason, my coaches put me in there and said, right, you know, we're going to rely on you to deliver the message. Maybe not as vocal as, as I am now, but at the time. And I look around me now, when we lost, that's the time where i start to discover real characters, real personalities, who's going to lift the team who's going to be by your side who's going to end up stepping that that step with you rather than blaming it on let's say the officials such as the referee or the coaches or even your own coaches um who's going to blame that and that's one of the things i'm kind of talking about today on this topic 4215 it's a lot or do or slide into the DMs at Omar let me know it sounds like an obvious answer but i'll tell you one thing things can go down very quickly once you get a heavy defeat or a heavy loss and that's something that we speak about a lot on the show regarding lifestyle regarding um, the different sports that we play. Even in basketball, when you're playing, we saw the last dance. We, sp- we spoke about Jordan and how detrimental that could be to his teammates if things didn't go to plan. But also how he spun the negative into a positive to be able to elevate his teammates. LeBron is the same way. We've seen things with um, Iverson and Hadaway and all these people that are huge personalities. We've seen how they responded. Kobe, rest his soul. Shaq. Now when it comes to football, you look at the people like Cristiano Ronaldo, I saw him crying the other day, crying because he's lost a game in the Champions League. Now that tells you in that dressing room, When you see someone established at 35 years old crying because he's lost a game in the Champions League, even though he's won it many times, that tells you about that character. And that's why for anyone that has maybe not like, maybe someone who doesn't like Cristiano Ronaldo, there's going to be a, a sense of respect there, a sense of someone that genuinely works the hardest in that room. There are other players that maybe think they have it all. We're also living in a different time as well. you got to realize that. I was speaking to someone the other day and the youngsters probably value things a lot differently to I don't want to say our day but the old school mentality and that is someone that you got to work hard regardless irrespective of who you are how talented you are that's kind of where you really you know you really get the results that you need and I think we've kind of missed a few pages in that in that book when it comes down to resetting your environment you know holding yourself accountable and I watched something the other day and something that really struck a chord was The advice that they were asked, the person asked, um, I think it was Kevin Hart, it was Anthony Robbins and Kevin Hart, and um, Anthony Robbins asked him, what advice would you give? And he said, first and foremost, be honest with yourself, because a lot of the time it's very easy to divert the attention and divert the problems to an external source, something that probably is out of your hands and say, it's that person's fault or this person's fault whether you're unlucky whether you're unfortunate whether you don't have the resources whatever it is there's always something that could stand out and that's why this topic is very very key because it it puts and it aligns a lot of things whether it's your intuition whether it's your mindfulness whether it's your hard work there's so many factors and that's why the art of losing could be probably the greatest comeback ever and now speaking of comebacks we've got Mike Tyson who's fighting next month some people are a bit on the edge of that I wouldn't call that a comeback because his legacy is his legacy uh, saw telling me Ronaldo's going to PSG. There are rumors, Subhay. I'm not sure if it's going to be true or not, but you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. He's won, he's won the Serie A with uh, Juventus. PSG could be a next stop. he hasn't been to Paris yet. Hey, you never know. Coming up next, motivation and sport. Now, COVID might have changed many things, but also circumstances have driven a lot of factors in progression, whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's progress. You're going to find out right after this on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm. Oh, he loves the pilot! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! assalam and welcome back to the halftime show with omar dhuri plenty of questions and great comments on today's topics um, thank you so much for everyone who's tuning in. It's, it's, it's great to see you guys. I also, I kind of I miss it when I don't see you guys for a couple of days. You know, it gets kind of weird. We're talking about the art of losing great comebacks as well. And also perspective, how it does affect character building. When we spoke about winning against the smaller teams and then losing against the big team, and I talk, I'm talking about really losing 5-0, 6-0, whether you're a player, whether you're a coach, whether you're an athlete or not, it does it does bring a lot out of not just you, your teammates, your coach, your dressing room. There's a lot of things that come out of that. We were speaking about that earlier. Now, under the circumstances, a lot of things have changed during COVID, whether we like to accept it or not. Factors have changed as well. And amongst those factors is, before we'd probably be looking at like, um, you know, trying to get that raise, trying to get the promotion, trying to move to a bigger team or, or a better team even right now with people losing their jobs and being made redundant and so many different factors there is you know that that element of holding back before you say anything just being grateful and being mindful but has the motivation changed in terms of how we view things now i say this because there used to be all these driving factors in in progression when you want to get that raise or you want to work harder or get the contract that you wanted With people losing their jobs, it it switches the whole game up because people are talking about second waves, people are talking about all sorts of things. And I do always say, before you spread things, please make sure you've got facts. Please try not to make people panic and just be aware of how different people respond to different things. And in sport, it's no different. For example, we've got a couple of situations where some athletes have refused to play because their contract is up. But because their contract is up, it's because... The season had ended prematurely uh, due to, you know, the lockdown and and the leagues being on hold. Ryan Fraser was one of them. However, you had some people that continued to play with their teams despite the complications and have shown that you know they are you know they are grateful for being where they are. So that's my kind of my thought on that is. With now everything sort of resuming in the world of sport, obviously some competitions have been on hold. We know that the Euros were pushed to next year. We know that, you know, Wimbledon for example in tennis, the first time in a long time that's been cancelled. And also other things. Now F1's obviously been back. We've seen we've seen that recently. Rugby's been on hold then it's come back again. There's so many factors now that we're having to adjust and and move to. I got a question coming in how were you as a captain and did you shout at your players <laughs> no i didn't actually someone who's on the instagram live florin all the way from new york was one of my teammates um and i was just saying in the break i was telling the Instagrammers on the break that uh, i came to trial the first time i met them and uh, him and his brother tunde two six foot plus Guys uh, in the trust, very intimidating. Uh, I had to play against both of them, and they were, you know, they ended up being my best friends after that. But that day, they they weren't my best friends. (laughs) They were kicking me so hard, and uh, and I enjoy. I enjoy us talking about it because it taught us a lot about the circumstances now saying that i wasn't always captain when i did step in the captain really didn't like me and doesn't help being a freshman or the youngest player in the team and uh, the captain of the team not liking you very very difficult the psychology behind it is amazing but yes to say that i'd I never definitely didn't shout at my players i tried to motivate them for sure um and i sometimes i didn't know why i was put as captain just being very very honest i think my coaches really you know believed in me more than i did and so did my players so i guess you know in that sense it happened in high school it happened in college um, and and that that for me was a very you know i was very blessed to be at such a but i also had great teammates and the teammates i had around me were very very helpful and those those teammates worked for me because they knew that i was going to work my backside off to be able to try and deliver the result for the team and the coaches Florence says, uh only motivate them and omar never gave up so when we gave up omar went harder Thank you, Florent. <laughs> I appreciate that. It's true. You, you know, you kind of have to lead by example. There's no point talking about it. I come from a, a family of, of uh, hard workers, and I, and I appreciate and respect them so much. I can't let them down. But yeah, my team were my family. And, and to answer your question, I didn't shout. I did have moments where, you know, I raised my voice, but it wasn't at someone directly. It was just trying to elevate the team. So yes, very, very different approaches on, uh, on coaching, on, on styles. And nowadays, especially because I grew up in an era where... My favorite captains were very vocal. That You know, the Roy Keens, the Patrick Vieira's. You wouldn't want to mess with those people. Tony Adams. And so now, when I look at it, um, very, very different styles. But there's no wrong style, absolutely. Um, Florence says, he was not captain for long because you believed in the team, so we made you captain. There we go. That's my, that's my segment. I'm going to end up on there. We'll be right back after Manny Norte. 4 a.m., 6 Black, Remy Tion. Listen to this. Here we go. This is, show with this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Oh, he lifts the pilot. goal? This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. welcome back to the Halftime Show. I can't believe we're nearly at full-time already. Some great, great questions coming in. Um, We've got Almas and Florin and and Tariq and everyone who's getting involved on the Instagram Live. Thank you so much for tuning in. So a couple of the questions of the day and the topic of the day was, would you rather lose to a big team badly or win against the smaller teams frequently? And I mentioned that because of uh, so many different situations and scenarios, not just in sport, but in life. And and I had uh, a lot of people... And I have to give a special shout out to all my reset crew as well. The reset training program, Mikey's been killing it at the gym and so has Almas and uh, Zaki and all the other people who have been tuned in. So thank you very much for that. Issa says winning against small teams depends on what small teams is. So normally in any league, let's say if we if we picked a league, you got the top six teams and you got the rest of the smaller teams around that or let's say the bottom half. Um, Almas is giving you the definition, Asa, uh, small teams cause easy teams to defeat. So my, my question was to you guys is, um, you know, how how is that in terms of character building, in terms of what you get out of it? You know, Florian was talking about this in the break regarding what we had to go through at college football, which was quite challenging, especially when sometimes there's cliques in teams and there's certain people that have not an agenda, but they have their own group of people whether it's the highly influential whether it's the people that you know are more quiet uh, there's so many different characters and personalities that are there so I would uh uh, you know, I would ask that question and, and it sounds like an obvious one. It sounds like, yeah, no, I definitely want to lose to a big team so I can learn from it. But the problem is with me losing to a big team is it ends up generating doubts and it ends up having people turn against each other or blame external factors such as the referee, such as the coach's selection, such as your teammates. And it doesn't actually bring people together. Not every personality does that. So that's why I asked that question there and it actually got quite a bit of debate. Tarek Tumtum jumped in there as well with some really good ones. What's up, Alizé, uh, who's uh, who's on the Instagram live talking as well. So, you know, there's so many factors in that. And, and it's not an obvious answer, but it's definitely something that I uh, I had a look at. And I spoke to a few different people about in different sports. And I think it, it varies. Because let's say, for example, if you're in mixed martial arts and you lose a fight, you just change your coach. You go to a different gym and, you know, you switch up your game plan. But in football, you can't change your coach straight away. You have to obviously a couple of bad results and sometimes the, the players are questioned whether they actually want to work for the coach because his job might be on the line there's so many factors in that and that's why I speak about that when it comes to losing against a, a big team or, or a big fighter badly or winning against the smaller teams which one you know would you kind of say is the art of losing in kind of adapting and developing Rawan where have you been Rawan you're coming in the last minute <laughs> don't worry guys you can catch us on the podcast Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and Angami and uh, and yeah we definitely have some clips up also on Instagram shout out to Anas as well my guy who's tuned in. So yeah I was talking about that and, and the different characters that we have also adapt to the different results that we have so if it's mixed martial arts if you lose a fight you could switch up your coach switch up your gym and learn new things but when it comes down to sports like football or basketball it's not as easy to get rid of the coach so when you lose badly that's when characters are built. Guys That's full-time on the Halftime Show. I hope you've enjoyed as much as I have. Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4, UAE time, Pulse95Radio.com or even our Abshadjah Broadcasting Authority. Guys, salam and peace. Hope you have a blessed day and I'll speak to you very soon. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.